Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this, I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. And friends, happy Black History Month, or as I like to say, the shortest fucking month of the year. So far, Ron DeSantis has not outlawed it in the state of Florida, so here's hoping we get through those entire 28 days without some official governmental executive order stating thus. You know, every single day that I turn on the microphone here are days that have become increasingly heavy, right? Are days where, you know, the alerts on my phone from the New York Times, from Washington Post, just any fucking breaking news outlet gives me heart palpitations. And I'm not actually lying or being hyperbolic. Like I actually... I'm getting, you know, sweaty palms and nervous. And the reason being that the latest brutal killing of Tyree Nichols has really sent me, as it has so many people, but I had to really make a conscious decision, as I shared with all of you and I shared on social media, to not watch the video and to give other people permission not to watch the lynching of a black man on video as people stood around who took oaths to serve and protect and watched him be beat to death. I don't know what has happened or what is happening to our society, but it feels like in so many ways we are devolving. You know, I can remember, as I'm sure so many of you can, maybe if you're in a state that doesn't ban history books and doesn't ban the truth about history, remember going through your history books and seeing the images of black men hung from trees, tattered clothing, necks broken, bodies battered, and just a bunch of white onlookers dressed in their Sunday finest. 
using black death as entertainment. Black torture as entertainment. That's the history of this country. That's the history that Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott and Republican governors all around this country don't want you to see and don't want you to know. And the question that you need to ask yourselves is why? Right? Why is it that I just heard yesterday that Republican lawmakers in Florida have introduced legislation that would allow anybody in the state of Florida to carry a concealed weapon? And guess what? You don't even have to worry about training because they're going to waive that too. When asked on CNN why they would introduce such legislation at a time when we are seeing Increased political violence, increased mass shootings, increased, you know, gun related deaths. CNN says, is this about safety? The safety of Floridians? The GOP person responding said, oh no, this legislation isn't about safety. It's about everyone's God given right to carry a gun. So I just want to be clear about what Ron DeSantis and Florida Republicans are doing. In their minds, it is more dangerous for you to carry a book. It is more dangerous for books to be on the shelves that offer alternative perspectives to this nation, to our history, and to our present day lives. It is more dangerous for them to have books on the shelf about anti racism, right? and fighting back against capitalism and lifting up LGBTQ people, LGBTQ Americans that also have been part of the progression and perfecting of this union, that they find those voices and that education more dangerous than flooding the streets of that state with guns giving everyone the ability to carry one and not even be trained. They are telling you the quiet part out loud that education is dangerous. Education is powerful and they don't want you to have it. So they want us to remain dumb, to remain disconnected and subdued, right? but also living in a climate of fear that tells me I can't learn about the person down the street, but I have the ability to defend myself against the lies, the mythical stories that I'm being brainwashed with on a day-to-day basis. You see, folks, knowledge is power. It is why they did not want enslaved people to learn to read. It is why they made it illegal for enslaved black people to learn to read. Because you see, when you start to read and you begin to question, you begin to question what you're reading. You begin to question the people around you and why they have been anointed. The leaders, the pastors, the preachers, the priests, the royals. Who created those rules? That said, you are to be subjugated, but they are to be revered. Who created the rules 
that said that slavery was a, quote, necessary evil in order to build this nation. But then it's such so fucking necessary. But they don't want to tell you about the rape and the torture and the lynchings that would cut out live babies from black women's bodies and toss them in the sea. Because they don't want to face their own violence. You see, what I have been wrestling with is that white Americans are both the problem and the solution to systemic racism, political violence, police brutality, to all that essentially ails us. Because through their own creation, they have made themselves the ones that are in charge. And so when you look around and you see everything around you going to shit, who the fuck is to blame? Not the people that you've taken away power from and the vote from and their voice from and their lives from, not those people, but that's who they're selling. That's what they're selling to Fox News and to Newsmax and to QAnon, that it's the people that literally have no power, have no wealth, are the ones that are causing all of the problems, not the ones that are legislating it. I realize more and more that Ron DeSantis's quest is not about white comfort. It is about white subjugation and domination. You see, a conscious and responsible white public, white American public, would begin to demand better would see that all of these pieces of this puzzle that have been broken and spread across this nation, never to come together to create the full story and picture, that once they start to bring these pieces together and they say, oh shit, racism didn't end with the Civil Rights Act. Racism never ended. And that it is embedded in every single facet of our lives. You see, you take the case of the gruesome death of Tyree Nichols, a young photographer, skateboarder, father, human being, at the hands of five black police officers. And you have people talking about, oh, it can't possibly be anti-blackness. It can't possibly be racism because they were black. So were the house Negroes that lived with Massa. So were the house slaves who, by their proximity to white power, would sell out and lynch their own brothers and sisters in order to keep themselves safe. Anti-blackness isn't just about the color of people's skin. It is about a pervasive mentality that would tell those black officers that, oh, no, no, because they are wrapped in blue, they don't share the same hue as Tyree Nichols. 
that that badge gave them a license to think that they are better than who they're supposed to be protecting and serving. That they pledge their allegiance not to the flag, but to the police fraternal order. Ferguson, Chicago, New York City, all have had black cops that have participated in and been part of police brutality cases whose headline names you know. There's a saying that says that not all skin folk are kin folk. Right? I know there are many a black people that go on television that hate black people. You got one sitting on the Supreme Court. Those are the types of black people Republicans love. The ones that want to believe that somehow they are better than the system of oppression that was created to keep them down. Oh, if I can do it, then you can do it. This all, this war against wokeness, all of it comes back to a desire to make sure that people stay asleep. Because when people are unconscious, they're easy to take advantage of. You can steal from them. You can lie. They ain't going to do nothing. They ain't awake. But the minute that that alarm goes off, they become activated. And the minute that people start to see all the ways in which the systems at play are trying to work to take away their power, this is what Ron DeSantis is doing to white people. He does not want white Americans to be empowered. Fox News does not want white Americans to be empowered. He wants white people to live in fear, to look for the straw man, to look for daddy that's going to come and protect them, lie to them and tell them that all will be well and that they're not responsible for anything. No part of their lives are they responsible for, not their lack of education, not their lack of job training, none of it. It's always somebody else's fault. And daddy's going to come in and take care of those that are responsible for you feeling sad or bad. And I'm going to make sure that you can keep living your life. Because the minute that people start to become educated and begin to question the world around them, then they begin to question who is leading them. And then those people that are in power would actually have to do something, wouldn't they? With a conscious and activated citizenry. They would actually have to, what is it? Oh, you know. Act like a real democracy, government that is for and by the people and not just a bumper sticker, a t-shirt. For the last six years, it feels like more in some many ways and then it feels like short in the other. I have been on airwaves and streaming waves and turn my radio show into a podcast and 
moved around a bit because I never wanted to be silenced. I never wanted for there to be other people to tell me what it is that I can and cannot do. So for quite some time, I've just been toiling away with, you know, the audience that I have been able to grow brick by brick, episode by episode with the help and team effort of my producer, Andrew, who has been with me this entire time. And you all have given me such encouragement, such grace and gratitude throughout these years to continue to speak my truth and feel like, you know, my voice is of value. Because I can tell you that there have been many a times over the years where I've wanted to turn off the mic and just be done and not come back on the air. Because, you know, this climate, this political climate, this negativity, this awful dark energy can zap away at your soul. Which is why I tell all of you, watch just a little bit of news, just enough, you know, and if watching it is too much, just read a couple of articles a day and then, you know, back off because the, the desire is to drain us. And it is why it is necessary to take considerable amounts of breaks. So why do I bring this up? I have two announcements that I'm very excited to share with all of you. First, because of all of you and your dedication to the show and your sharing and tweeting and Instagramming and commenting on TikTok and all of these things, Woke AF Daily is moving to iHeartRadio. And I'm really proud about the work and the effort of creating this independent little you know, engine of a show to bring it to iHeartRadio under their new vertical that they're going to be launching at the end of this month. And I'm excited that Woke AF Daily will be a part of this new slate of shows. And in the interim, dear friends, I am going to be taking Black History Month off. I'm going to be taking the next 28 days off from Woke AF. And I know, I know that some of you are hearing this and you're like, no, don't do it. And then other people are like, yes, do it. But I really don't want you to. But yes, you need rest because you DM me all the time and tell me that I need to take a break and take a breath. So I've decided to do so. As the show begins to transition to iHeartRadio and we relaunch, I've decided that, yeah, I could take a couple of weeks to catch my breath in this new year, to decompress, frankly, from the trauma and the tragedy and the grief of the last several mass shootings, the last beating deaths, the anti-Blackness, the continued legislation to deny trans people their humanity. Being in this, folks, every single day, day in and day out, is my calling, but it also drives me fucking crazy. And if I don't take this time to be able to recharge and reconnect so that I can power through, I won't make it, you know, frankly, I just won't. And I want to be as strong and as nimble as possible. And so what does that look like? It looks like Woke AF 
will be relaunching on iHeartRadio in a few weeks. Follow me on social media at D2Cents on Twitter, at D2Cents on Instagram, Danielle Moody underscore on TikTok to stay up to date. But guess what? I host two other shows that come out every week. So it's not as if you will go without my voice. It just won't be five days a week. Instead, it will be three or four. So be sure if you do not subscribe to The Daily Beast, The New Abnormal, that comes out on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays are the shows that I do with my friend and co-host Andy Levy. That show is The New Abnormal. It comes out three days a week. And then many of you know my weekly show that I do with my other good friend, Washa Hot Ali, Democracy-ish, which comes out new episodes every Thursday. So what is that? Oh, <laughs> you have Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can catch me on my other two podcasts. The Daily, Woke AF Daily, will be back. I'm just taking a little break as we transition to relaunch Woke AF Daily on iHeart. And I'm super excited about being on iHeart. I'm super excited about offering you all, you know, the same biting, rage-filled content on a different platform. You will be able to get it, folks, wherever you get your podcast. It is not going to be behind a paid wall, so do not freak out in that way either. And, you know, if you are a Patreon subscriber, I'm so excited to be bringing you on Patreon when we come back. Some fresh content, the ability to do, you know, some quarterly virtual meet and greets with me and, you know, be able to be a part of the production and the conversations around Woke AF and, you know, how we build community over there on Patreon has been incredible. And the support that you all have continued to give me and provide for me, you know, again, I tell you that in 2020, I didn't know if I was going to be able to keep going. And you all that have been supporting the show financially on Patreon, again, have allowed me to get to this place to go to iHeartRadio. So I cannot thank you all enough for your support, for your encouragement, for your love, for your compassion, for your empathy, and for your grace. And I am, guys, you know, we are in for a fucking ride this year with this motherfucking Congress, whether or not Merrick Garland's going to show a spine, whether or not George Santos is, you know, going to be the one who shot JFK. You know, whether or not we're going to have books in schools at all or parents are going to need to sign off on everything but the fucking Holy Bible. Like, we are living in really wild times. And I have been so honored to be your guide, your flight attendant, your political therapist, your Sherpa during this time. And so here's what I will offer to you. You know where to find me. I am all over social media. I just gave you the names of the other shows to, you know, take the edge off over the next few weeks. But a couple of things that I am doing, a couple of books that I'm reading that maybe you all want to join me in reading as well. And then, you know, life, 
happened. So Rest is Resistance is a manifesto and it is a book by Trisha Hersey. Trisha Hersey runs the NAP ministry on Instagram. It's an amazing account. So if you don't follow the NAP ministry on Instagram, please do so because it's dope. Rest is Resistance is a book about how to reclaim rest as part of the revolution, how to decolonize our minds from grind culture and capitalism. The book is directed towards black people whose bodies have been used against our will, right? For centuries, but it is for everyone. It's directed towards black people to stop feeling like in order to have value in life, we need to continue to produce. But it is also about how all of us, regardless of race, have become slaves to capitalism and grind culture. And what has that done, you know, to us, right? And how for those that were privileged at the beginning of the COVID pandemic and were able to stay indoors and were able to slow down is the whole reason why work has changed, right? Why people are reclaiming their lives. And so this is a book that I'm reading because over the course of, I'm going to finish it, during the month of February, because it again is a deep reminder, a deep, deep reminder as to how we feel like every part of our lives we need to be doing instead of being. And we are not human doings. We are human beings. And so I think that everyone could enjoy this book. So check it out. Rest is Resistance. And then the other book that I am reading is one that actually, I believe, came out in 2020. And, you know, I was all caught up in life and pandemic and all of these things that I actually missed it. But the book is entitled Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And uh, Glennon Doyle is a New York Times, you know, bestselling author. She has many, many books. And I, and it's her 2020 memoir, and I got hip to it because on one of my many walks, I was looking for, you know, something to listen to. And any times that I have ever found myself feeling off or feeling, you know, wanting to understand my feeling and feelings and my energy more, I check out what Brene Brown is doing. And lo and behold, I, I started digging and, you know, got into her being interviewed And then listen to her podcast, Brene Brown's podcast, her very first podcast in 2020, where she interviewed Glennon Doyle about Untamed. And, you know, this is a book that is funny as fuck. It's a bunch of short essays. I'm only halfway through now. But it, again, is really teaching us about the ways that women in particular have been lied to, right? That the best compliment, she says in this book, that you can give to a woman is she so selfless? This mother is so selfless. This wife is so selfless. So somehow the epitome of womanhood is to give up yourself in honor of your wife, your husband, your children, your job. And this book is about her coming out, rediscovering who she is as a woman, who she is as a mother, and reclaiming her life. So you see this pattern about rest is resistance and untamed, right? That we have been, women have been tamed in this country 
And in so many countries and across so many cultures, we've been tamed, the taming of the shrew, right? The unwilding of ourselves. And this book is about the rewilding of ourselves and putting ourselves forward. So I'm finishing that. So you guys can join me in this little mini book club that I'm doing with myself over the next 28 days. But again, I don't ever really take breaks. So you can follow me again at D2Cents on both Twitter and Instagram, Danielle Moody underscore on TikTok. And check out my other two shows, The New Abnormal on The Daily Beast and Democracy-ish. Folks, I am excited about this next chapter of Woke AF Daily. I hope that you all will return when I am back, most likely March 1st. Whatever the first Monday is in March is when I will be back. But I encourage you all to do some cleansing yourself. Do some journaling. Do some meditation. Do some grounding. I think, you know, also as I close out, that this is what winter should be about. Winter should not really be about creating resolutions in the cold and in the dark, you know, these new things that you're going to do, but it should be a grounding, a burrowing, a really getting inside of our skins and our minds and our hearts, cleaning these things out, excavating ourselves so that in spring we blossom. And so that's what I feel like I'm going to do this Black History Month, these next 28 days. And I encourage you all to do the same. And then we can talk about it. We can dish about it in March as well. Last thing that I will say for those friends that are into astrology, and by the way, nobody's paying me for any of these things. So these are not infomercials. It's just shit that I'm into right now. The other thing that if you are into astrology, as I know some people tell me that they are, and then other people get on me, how Danielle, you're supposed to be this serious media person. Like, how are you into astrology? I look through everything to help me understand what we are going through and experiencing, to help me understand the human experience. And astrology, religion, meditation, Eastern scriptures, like all of these things help present the tapestry and the layered, multifaceted nature of who we are as humans and how we come into this world and why people have poo-pooed astrology and gods and these things. And folks, what does it all come back to? Fucking money, capitalism, putting money into the church and saying that these men in black and white and, you know, these clergy are the ones who are the proximity to God and can tell you about your future and can tell you whether or not you're good or whomever. Because if you were to trust yourself, if you were to connect with the elements around you, then guess what? You wouldn't tied to them. So check out Chani Nicholas. Chani Nicholas is a queer astrologer. She has an app, the Chani app, and it's C-H-A-N-I. She has a free version and a paid version, and it's kind of dope. It's really dope and fun to, you know, put in your birth information and to get your chart and to understand yourself in a different way. Again, I'm somebody who's really interested in understanding myself 
and understanding people around me and understanding how folks get swayed by a Donald Trump and a Ron DeSantis, how people like Barack Obama are able to captivate, you know, audiences, like what lures people to people, right? What is it about our emotions that make us tick? I'm really interested in these things. And so in order to understand others, I feel like you need a deep understanding of yourself. So I've been really enjoying the Chani app. And again, there's a free version and there's a paid version. I started with the free version and then I was like, I want to know more and went to the paid version and I love it. It provides meditations and prompts and journal entries and daily horoscopes and, you know, a week ahead podcast that gives you a look at the stars and the planets and how they are aligned that week and how they play into our emotions. And you'll be very surprised how it plays into our politics and how these motherfuckers move these days. So nonetheless, these are the things that I'm going to be diving into for the next few weeks while I take a much needed break. And then we relaunch, friends. We relaunch with iHeartRadio. And I am super fucking excited about that. Stay tuned, stay connected with me and be on this journey, be on this break with me, be on this downtime, be on this reflective journey with me and let us recharge as we head into spring. So dear friends, that is it for me today on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck and stay connected with me. I will see all of you soon. Thank you so much in advance for the grace that you're providing me during this transition to iHeartRadio. See you soon. Happy Black History Month. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.